From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 156 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today, let's talk about depersonalization, pick it apart so that you have a better understanding of what you're currently experiencing because depersonalization is overwhelming. It's daunting to be stuck in that state and not feel in control and to not feel emotions and feel numb and like you're stuck in a, a bubble wrap and it's confusing. And how can we work with this system to lessen its effects? That's the goal. The goal is to learn more about depersonalization so that you can work with the system to lessen its effects. But before we talk about that, let's go over your comments on last week's episode and any other episode before that because I want to hear what you have to say. And Rexy Campbell says, I got PTSD from a panic attack. Listening to you, I realized that I grew a fear of the feelings that led to panic. Once I lessened my emotional response towards the feeling, my panic lessened or went away completely. That's a big deal, Rexy. And I want to tackle that a little bit in today's episode, the emotional response towards the feeling. Powerful. Tammy says, thank you, Brad, for the podcast. Listening to you talk about anxiety with passion and simplicity helped me get through my dark time with anxiety. Thank you, Tammy, for that. Thank you for sharing your story. Well, a brief, a brief speckle of the story. Uh, Bo says, does depersonalization arise after we go through a traumatic experience? That's what I am currently struggling with. And yes, Bo, the, the, uh, the reason why I... Am talking about depersonalization in today's episode was because of your comment. Because I, I was thinking, well, I was talking about trauma the last two or the last episode, and depersonalization is an effect of coming into contact with trauma. So I think this is a great time to talk about depersonalization. So let's get into it. Now, depersonalization is like looking at yourself through a camera, like you're a fly on the wall even, or it's a feeling of being out of body, numb, feeling like you have no emotion or control. Now, when I suffered from depersonalization, I remember working in retail and I was walking down the aisle of the store 
and the world, the ground from beneath my feet felt like it was shifting. It was tilting and I couldn't gain and get control of my legs. Also talking to other coworkers, I felt like I would say anything stupid at any moment. I didn't have any control over what I was saying. I, I couldn't connect with other people. I felt like I had no emotion. I felt like I was boring. Um, but I was looking back. I remember being so concerned over how I was feeling, obsessing over the feelings that were, uh, well, coming from my body. There was a time when I was walking across the road, jaywalking to one of those islands in the middle of the road. And a car drove right past me. And I looked and I thought, oh my God, I almost got hit by that car. And when I got to the other side, I was wondering, why am I not more shaken up about this? Because while I was jaywalking, I was looking at the ground so consumed by the feelings of depersonalization, feeling numb, feeling not in control. And I was wondering after the car went past me, well, why am I not upset about that? And that was confusing to me. So let's break down depersonalization more we first experience a traumatic event, something that was threat-like, and we end up in fight or flight because we come into contact with the unknown uncertainty. Uh, it's something threat-like. And when we are in anxiety mode, fight or flight, it's quite common to develop a fear of the feelings because these feelings are unknown and also a big part of it is not feeling in control of those feelings. Now, depersonalization is the anxiety response being active. The amygdala, the almond-shaped part of our brain located in the middle. This is a very primitive part of our brain. It developed over a long span of time. It's old. To think that we have more control over this primitive part of our brain than, than it having control over us is the wrong way to look at it. It has more control. It's deeper. It's more evolved than we think. And the newer part of our brain, you can say the prefrontal cortex thinking part of our brain, is the newer part of our brain. So we're contending with this old system that has been developing since the dawn of man. It's old. And when you're in depersonalization, you can feel 
like your movements are not your own, that you're automated. I felt a lot of fear towards the thought of doing something I don't want to do or saying something that I will regret. And when you're in depersonalization, it's like your system, this old system is putting you in bubble wrap. It's a survival mechanism. It's as if your regular shift workers who helm the shift of your brain, the ship, sorry, who helm the ship of your brain, they get replaced by emer this emergency response unit. It takes over. That's what the amygdala does. It takes over so that you can respond accordingly to the threat. And depersonalization, it wants to distance you from the trauma so that you can respond accordingly and to keep you safe, right? Well, what happens when we come into contact with something traumatic? Well, it's too much to handle, right? It's novelty. You can't make sense of it. And because it's novel, because it's too, it's too uncertain, your brain says, I have to activate this defensive system so that I can respond accordingly without thinking about it. Because if you have that moment of thought, you will be dead. So... The brain says, let's activate this defense system to run the show so that you are not swallowed up by the predator. And when you're in depersonalization, you can feel like you're going crazy, that you can't seem to get a grip over your thoughts, and your mind is racing. Well, the reason you can't get a grip, well, the amygdala took over. This old system took over. It's natural. It's natural. Your reaction to this feeling of not being in control and that you're going crazy only adds fuel and it fuels more anxiety. And because it fuels more anxiety, the feelings continue. That's why people can feel stuck in depersonalization for a long period of time. I certainly did. It happened to me. And because I was so concerned over the feelings of depersonalization, that only fueled depersonalization so I wasn't working with my system to overcome it. I was working against my system. Then I also experienced tunnel vision, very common. Much of the information in my environment would become blurry. 
but also my eyes would feel more sensitive. And your pupils dilate like the widening aperture of a camera. So what happens when you widen an aperture of a camera? More light exposes the film. And then the film is overexposed. Well, your pupils dilate. So the light can seem brighter to you. And this is a safety mechanism to become more sensitive to, mo to movements around you. So you might feel jumpy, right? I certainly was. I would walk around extremely sensitive to all the information coming my way. It felt like it was an endless amount of information bombarding my system. It was too overwhelming to me. Sometimes my eyes felt heavy, but also blurry at the same time. Like I could only see a short distance in front of me. And when I learned that my system needs to increase its data intake from the outside world in order to detect the subtle hints of predatory behavior, it made sense. It made sense to why I'm feeling this way, that my anxiety system, this old system, is active. And it's difficult because all that flood of information bombarding you, it's a lot to handle. But that's why. Also, with depersonalization, you can feel forgetful that you have difficulty accessing past information. That's okay. That's okay because the emergency crew took over. Remember that. And you might feel like time passes differently. Because you are so focused on depersonalization and how you feel, the outside world moves along. And once you begin to acknowledge your external world, you may wonder, how did time move so fast? Or it's only been five minutes. It feels like an eternity. Time moves differently. You're so focused internally on how you're feeling. The outside world continues to move along. Or when, you, when you're reading a book and you can't seem to remember the last paragraph, you think, there's a problem with my memory. But your primitive brain is in the driver's seat and your thinking brain is put on the back burner. Also, I would feel like I had no emotion with depersonalization. But the truth is, the amygdala, your anxiety response, is 
the emotional brain. And because it's active, you're going to feel a lot of emotion. But then you say, well, Brad, I'm having the opposite effect. I'm not feeling any emotion. I'll tell you something here. Being concerned and stressed over your depersonalization is an emotion. Being concerned that you don't have emotion is an emotion. Also, if you're suffering from depersonalization, you may have existential thoughts. Am I dead? Is this reality? Is this a dream? I don't understand who I am. Deep questions become sensitive to you. Since your primitive brain is running things, then it certainly feels like you're not yourself, doesn't it? Of course. And then, if you're suffering from depersonalization, you develop a fear of novelty, new things. Traveling, driving, being away from the house, maybe you're at the gym, the mall, and you feel these strange sensations. That will only increase your level of anxiety. And you will unconsciously avoid it. Because your glass is overflowing. There's a lot of things on your mind. You're so focused on your internal feelings and dialogue and trying to gain control and grab onto that life preserver that if you go out of the house and take on the goals of the day to get groceries, go to the gym, go to work, then you're only increasing your anxiety, right? I could lose control at the mall. I could do something I regret at my relatives. I could humiliate myself at that get-together. I could faint at work. That's, well, what does your brain want to do? The primitive brain of yours, what does it want to do? It wants to avoid pain. And that is pain, so you end up staying at home. And then your world shrinks smaller and smaller until you can't even leave the house anymore. That's what happened to me. So what's the process to desensitizing you to these feelings of depersonalization, to the feelings of the outside world? Well, the first thing is to engage in new habits that activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system. So meditation, breathing exercises, writing, journaling, exercise. What happens when you do these habits is that you become more in tune to yourself and your feelings. 
You become more comfortable with how you feel. Body scan meditations are important. Why? You're sitting with the feelings and accepting them. You're accepting them. You're trying to grab and gain control over something. And because of the fact that you're attempting to gain control, you're worsening the symptoms because of the stress of gaining control. What happens when you let go of the reins and you let your system do what it needs to do? It will lessen. The symptoms will lessen. So, are you going to continue to stress about gaining control? Or are you just going to float and let go? And body scan meditations help you with that. Exercise helps you with that. Because what happens when pain starts to arise when you're exercising? You want to stop. But what happens when you push through that pain? It dissipates. Goes away. And you can see that when you run. There are times when you want to hit that brick wall. And then the wall comes. You continue. The wall goes away. And you realize that you have more in you than you thought. You're, you were only running on 40% before. Now you're going to 42%. And now you're thinking, wow, look at that. I didn't know I could handle that. Or I didn't know I can brave those symptoms. So you have to begin to explore and challenge your body and your mind. On my channel, I'll leave a link to previous episodes where I talked about habits that calm anxiety. Because when you calm your anxiety, you calm and lessen depersonalization. So how do you lessen your anxiety? One way to desensitize yourself is to expose yourself to the things you do not want to confront. Anxiety sufferers want to hide away and avoid. And I tell them, no, go and confront because you, you will realize once you survive that panic attack at the mall and you stay there, you will discover that you're capable of more than you thought. And you're telling the amygdala, hey, I can survive. This place, these feelings don't equal a threat. It works by association. So if you run from the mall, the amygdala says those feelings associated to that particular environment are a threat. When what happens when those feelings come back? When you're at the grocery store, your amygdala says, hey, remember what happened at the mall and you felt the same feelings? 
you ran away. Let's run away now. And it's going to respond to the grocery store as a threat. And it keeps doing that to all sorts of environments until you are stuck in your own home with agoraphobia. So you have to confront the situations you do not want to confront. And that includes confronting the symptoms and how you feel remaining in the environment. Very powerful. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here. Let me know what you think. What are you experiencing when you're going through depersonalization? Did this episode relate and resonate with you? Let me know. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.